Well, we're thankful that Brother Meadows uh, will be preaching this night, so be praying uh, for him. And Brother Meadows, if you want to come up at this time. All right, uh, turn in your Bibles to 1 Kings 13. And while you're turning there, uh, um, just a little levity on the side. My, uh, my Sunday school class probably is more familiar with this than the rest of you rest of you younger folks. Um, I uh, did it again this morning. I forgot my hearing aids. I'm so proud of my new hearing aids. Uh, now they need to invent something to remind you to put them in. Uh, I forgot to put them in again. I've got them tonight. But, but with that in mind, so grand, Grandpa, I, we, we have, I lose count, we have, what, over 20 grandchildren. We just had our newest one born in in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, a few weeks ago, but we've got we've got a lot of grandchildren, and you grandparents, you people that are grandparents, know that that uh, sometimes they come over to spend the night, and that's happened at our, our house a, a number of times over the years. Well, I came across this story yesterday <laughs> about these two boys that spent the night at, at Grandma and Grandpa's house, and uh, it came time for bedtime. And all, all on their own, and Grandma and Grandpa were so proud of them. All on their own, they knelt down to pray by the bed before, before they went to bed. And uh, they were praying, and the younger one started, started praying. He said, and the, and the younger one got real loud all of a sudden. Dear God, give, give me a, a new bike, and dear God, give me a, a new computer, and, and dear God, give me a, a, new, a, a trip to Disney World. And, and the older brother said, well, why are you yelling that for God's not deaf I know but grandpa is so, so I thought I thought that that kind of fit me somehow but I've got my hearing aids in on tonight in in and on um, <laughs> first Kings chapter 13 this evening uh, before we uh, and I'm gonna do something I, I normally don't do this and my wife would tell you um, to read a whole chapter. And this chapter is 30 some verses. We're going to read 32 verses. Normally you don't do that. It um, takes some time. But but I'm going to do that tonight. Because I want you to get the, the picture of the whole story here. And speaking of the story. Um, this story is such a strange story. And you know what? It's, it's in the Bible. And you know what? I... I I know you've heard this before, and our pastor stands firm on the Bible and believes it's perfect like I do, and hopefully you do too. No, no, no errors, no mistakes, perfect, inerrant, and, and, and it is, and I believe that. I've got, an, I've got an old, I was thinking the other day, what am I going to do with this old Schofield Bible I have at home? Um, I've, I bought that thing probably back in... 1980, 81, somewhere. I think it was just went to Bible college. So we're talking 40 years old. You got to see this. Thing. It's the Bible I read at home. I thought about bringing it tonight and showing you. I mean, it's it's just like 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 it's been run over in traffic. I mean, the, I've got duct tape on the back back on the back binding. Duct gray duct tape, and it really doesn't have a cover. And it, the first few pages, I have to kind of go to another Bible to read them because the gray duct tape is kind of, anyway, this, uh, uh, I don't, didn't mean to get it off, but, it, but it's, it's, I've read that thing, I don't know, just 
thousands and thousands and thousands of times, like you've read your Bible. And I, I say that to say this. Um, I've got that Bible all marked up, like, like, you, like a lot of you do, and I can still read that Bible. And God always seems to give me something like, how did I miss that? I, it, it's living. It just constantly speaks to you. It's just full of gold nuggets and gems to be mined. Every, it's, just, it's just a, I'm just trying to say, it's a wonderful, wonderful book that God's word that he has left us. And I say that to say this, this strange, this is a strange story we're going to read. And it's in the Bible. It's, it's not made up. It's not a, it's not a, a parable. It's not a, um, a fairy tale. Um, and we've said this over and over again, the pastor and different speakers. Um, I don't believe God uses filler space in his, in his word. He doesn't come to a, um, maybe a, a passage in the Old Testament like, well, I've got to fill up three or four extra chapters here. Like, I'll just put a bunch of words in there and just fill up the page. There's nothing like that in the Bible. There's no filler space. It's every word in there is in there for a purpose. Every word is, expi is expi inspired by God. And that includes this story. Um, that really includes this story. Let's, let's read. First <clears throat> Kings chapter 13. First 32 verses. And, and stay with me. Now, this, by the way, one, one, one last thing. I, I keep saying this is a strange story. Um, it's got a donkey in it. It's got a lion. No, Samson's not in it. It's got a donkey and a lion in it. It's got two prophets, but they're unnamed. It's got a, um, uh, it's got a liar in it. It's got a king in it. It's got a, a hand that becomes withered, and then a hand, that withered hand becomes clean. I mean, it's... That's what I mean. It's a strange, fascinating story. No, don't ever let anybody tell you the Bible's drab and boring and, and dry. Don't, don't, don't let people tell you that. It's not. They just haven't read it. All right, all right, let's go. And behold, there came a man of God out of Judah by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. And Jeroboam, that's the king, and Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, behold, a child shall be born into the house of David, Josiah by name, and upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. And he gave the sign the same day saying, this is the sign which the Lord hath spoken. Behold, the altar, he's telling the king this now. Behold, the altar shall be rent and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. And it came to pass when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God. Now remember, unnamed man of God. This is one of them. Uh, when he heard the saying of the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar saying, lay hold on him. And his hand, which he had put forth against him, dried up so that he could not pull it in again to him. The altar also was rent and the ashes poured out from the altar, like, like the man of God had told, he told him it would happen, according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. Verse 6, And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Entreat now the face of the Lord thy God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored me again. 
And the man of God besought the Lord, and the king's hand was restored him again, and became as it was before. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me, and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so it was charged me, that, key verse here, now remember this verse. For so it was charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread, nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. So he went another way and returned. The man of God went another way and returned, not by the way that he came to Bethel. Now there dwelt an old prophet. This is the second unnamed prophet. Um, although he's not called the man of God, but he, he's, he's a prophet. But he's unnamed. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel, and his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel. The words which he had spoken unto the king, them they told also to their father. And their father said unto them, What way went he? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. Verse 13. And he said unto his son, Saddle me the ass. So they saddled him the ass, and he rode thereon. And went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Art thou the man of God that camest from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said unto him, Come home with me, and eat bread. And he said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. Another key verse, which is almost word for word like verse 9. Verse 17 says, for, for it was said to me by the word of the Lord, Thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. Um, now who told him that? God. God had told him. Verse 18. He said unto him, I am a prophet also as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord, saying, Bring him back with thee into thine house, that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. He lied to him. Verse 19. So he went back with him and did eat bread in his house and drink water. <clears throat> and it came to pass as they sat at the table that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet that brought him back. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord... For, for as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord, and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, but camest back, and hast eaten bread, and drunk, drunk water in the place of the which the Lord did say to thee, Eat no bread, and drink no water. Thy, car thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulcher of thy fathers. And it came to pass, after he had eaten bread, and after he had drunk, that he saddled him the ass to wit for the prophet whom he had brought back. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way, and slew him, and his carcass was cast in the way, and the ass stood by it, the lion also stood by the carcass. <laughs> Notice, the lion's not eating the, the ass. I told you it was a strange story. Verse 25, And behold, men passed by and saw the carcass cast in the way, and the lion standing by the carcass. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they came and told it in the city where the old prophet dwelt. And when the prophet that brought him back from the way heard thereof, he said, It is the man of God who was disobedient unto the word of the Lord. I underline that, by the way. Therefore the Lord hath delivered him unto the lion, which hath torn him and slain him, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake unto him. And he spake to a son, saying, Saddle me the ass. And they saddled him. 
And he went and found his carcass cast in the way, and the ass and the lion standing by the carcass. The lion had not eaten the carcass, nor, nor torn the ass. And the prophet took up the carcass of the man of God and laid it upon the ass and brought it back. And the old prophet came to the city to mourn and to bury him. And he laid his carcass in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. And it came to pass, after he had buried him, that he spake to a son, saying, When I am dead, then bury me in the sepulcher wherein the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the saying which he, which he cried by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel, and against all the houses of the high places which are in the cities of Samaria, shall surely come to pass. Was that fair? Now, that's a rhetorical question. Don't answer that. Was, was that fair? This, <laughs> you've got the, the, the old prophet that invited the man of God to come back, come to his home and to feed him. He, he lied to the man of God. Was that fair? Then the man of God is, is judged by God and, and his life. I mean, when I say judge, his life is taken from him. God takes him. God kills him. Uh, was that fair? The, 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 he, he was lied to. Yeah. We don't like when people lie to us. I mean, what if somebody lies to you and sa says, you know, the speed limit out here is now 65. And then the cop pulls you. Well, Brother Jeff, told, <laughs> uh, John told me it was 65. They just changed it. They just haven't put the signs up. I mean, he, he was lied to. Remember again that this is the word of God. And God doesn't waste space. There's a reason for this story. Probably many reasons for this story to be in the, in the Bible. But there are, it raises some questions, doesn't it? Um, why, why did that man of God have to die? Couldn't, couldn't he have just maybe been punished another way? Uh, why did that prophet... A prophet? Why would a prophet lie? Why would a, we'll say, why did a preacher lie to another preacher? Why did that prophet lie to the man of God? What, um, such harsh punishment. Did the punishment meet the, the crime, the sin? Uh, um, what, what's God trying to teach us here? You know, there's supposed to be an application to all scripture. And we're, we're going to try to find some application tonight. Um, every message usually has three points. That's what we have tonight. Let's look at some of these key biblical principles taught here. First of all, <clears throat> when I say he in the outline, I'm talking about not, not the prophet that lied to him, but I'm talking about the man of God. He, the man of God, rejected known truth. Beloved, the, 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 tonight, this is known truth. This is known truth. The man of God rejected this. He rejected this. Again, I pointed this out when we read. I've got a habit of interrupting myself when I read the scripture in a message. But look at again at verse 9 and 17. We already pointed those out to you. But look again at 9 and 17. For so, verse 9. For so it was charged me by the word of the Lord. That's, that's known that's known. Uh, um, that's known truth. The word of the Lord. That's the Bible. That's the word of God. For, for so it was charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread, nor drink water, 
nor, nor turn again the same way that thou camest. Verse 17, basically the same thing. For, for it was said to me by the word of the Lord, not hearsay, by the word of the Lord, thou shalt eat no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest. God specifically and directly had told that man of God, do not go back that way and do not eat any bread or drink. Do, do not do that. You go up by it. You, you leave by another way. Don't go back that way. He, he told him. You ever hear somebody, you, you ever hear, hear that cliche somebody say, pl plain words, clear language, read by God, God was clear. God was clear, gave him a clear command, gave him known truth, we'll call it. But he rejected it. He, the man of God, rejected known truth. Woe be unto us if we ever do that. Woe be unto us. You and I have, as I said earlier, you and I have in our hands tonight known truth. God's perfect and errant holy word. It's the source of all truth. All truth. It's the source of all truth. It's our final authority. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, I read a, I, I was thinking about a book I read uh, years ago. It was, a, it was about the, 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 the King James translation. And it kind of went into the background of the, of the men that King James put together. To, I mean, you talk about scholars. Um, but it talked about that, and it, and it was called Final Authority. And I think I gave it to the pastor, you know, to read. And, and it, it was, it, it was, there was some dry reading in it, but, but it, there was some really wonderful things in it too. But you know what? That is, a good ex that is a good description of this. This is our final authority. Period. This is it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um, I... Uh, I'm going to confess something. Probably some of you will think, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a negative about him. Plead guilty. I listen to a lot of radio. I have for years. If you drive for a living, it's either radio or CDs or, or just, ho ho hopefully it's not this. Um, uh, but uh, um, but you, I, I drove for the phone company for 24 years, and it was, Supply logistics. We we delivered supplies to our own locations all around the state, and it was in and when it could have been in a cube van, a straight truck, a tractor trailer. For and now here, the last two years, I'm back in a straight truck. It's my retirement job. Six days a week. That's not retirement, but six. It's five hours. But but I'm in a straight truck again driving. And guess who my friend is? The radio. And I listen, and here's, here's a negative thing. I listen to, my wife says, don't tell me any more news. Uh, I don't want to be more, I don't want to be depressed. I don't, you're, you're discouraged. Um, but I, I'll come home and tell her all the things I've heard. Um, um, but I, I listen to a variety, variety of different stations. And, and uh, I mean, it can be, a, now years ago, it could have been a, oh boy, if this is a bad word, Rush Limbaugh. 
It could have been some, but, but sometimes Rush went in or I turned to some. Um, um, it could have been Glenn Beck. I know Glenn Beck's a Mormon. I know that. But he has some, it's like eating fish. You pick the bones out and, and retain the good stuff. I, I know Glenn Beck's a Mormon, but he, he's, he's, a, he's a moral Mormon. But, but uh, I'll listen to a little Glenn Beck and a little Rush Limbaugh. And, and, uh, and now I've uh, found a station since I've had this job. Um, I, I'll listen, maybe I'll listen to a Dennis Prager. Yeah, he's a, he's a Jewish man. Probably, pretty sure he's not saved. But, but he's, again, he's conservative. He's moral, um, mostly. And, uh, but uh, maybe, a, maybe a, um, a, a local guy, Christian. This guy is a Christian. Bruce Hooley. Listen to some of him sometime. It all depends what these guys are talking about. But, uh, um, and, um, um, oh, who's... Um, the, the two guys have taken over Russia's slot, and I don't like these guys as so much as Rush. I, uh, this Clay and Buck, you know, and some of you know who I'm talking about. But, I, but I'll listen to these guys, and, uh, and you know what? All, all these guys, they're, they're way smarter than me. I mean, they're, 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 most of these guys have college degrees, the, the, um, the smart guys, uh, uh, masters. Um, they, they know so much more than me. They're not the final authority. No, no. Um, and uh, yeah, but Brother Meadows, what, what about uh, what about what about Fox News? Aren't they? They're not the final authority. No, 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 no. You can't trust that, uh, um, Brother Meadows. Now, you, if you have a phone, you have your phone, so you have, you're at, you've had access to the internet, and you you can you can Google anything you want to know. You can Google it, and there's Wikipedia, and you can ask Siri stuff, and you anything. I mean, you can know anything. <laughs> not the final authority. Not, not not it's not known truth. This is the source of all truth. Period. Um, John R. Rice used to say, I had this famous saying, I've, I've probably said it here before. Um, can, if, you, if some of you remember John R. Rice, uh, um, don't ever put a question mark where God puts a period. And vice versa, don't ever put a period where God. You know, that, 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 that's good advice. Don't, don't ever question God's word. It's, it's it. That, that's it. If God says it, that's it. Don't need anything else. Um, but Brother Meadows, what, what about some of this new stuff that's coming down the line? You know, we're, we, we, uh, now we have Gay Pride Month, and now we have uh, um, um, transgenderism, and now we have that. We have the, the God's Word covers all that. You know, if you, if you, it's in here. If you just read it, it, it's all in here. You don't have to have any questions about it. it it's, it's here. If you, if you read about it, it's clear about a wide range of subjects. Not, not just the Bible-type doctrines. Not just um, um, uh, um, virgin birth and, and the inspiration of Scripture and so, all those other things. You know, the, the resurrect. But it, it covers all this Modern stuff that's going on too. It covers all that. It's in there if you just a lot of biblical principles, good ones that we can live by and understand these things. Um, if we if we decide to reject known truth, we're in big trouble. Big trouble if we reject God's word. Known 
truth. God takes it serious. God takes it serious. His word. Uh, look at the, what happened to the man of God. He, he just disobeyed because somebody lied to him. God took his life. God takes, it, takes his word serious. And we'll answer to him for it if we don't. How many of you, uh, um, I'm, I'm probably talking to the old, probably talking to the older class now. That most of them are over, sitting over here. But uh, how many of you remember, um, did you grow, in grade school having a teacher read the Bible and pray in your public school class? Anybody remember that? Anybody have that? Wow, look at these hands. My wife, my wife had a, what school was that in Reynoldsburg, Susan? Um, was it um, Herbert Mills or Graham Roeder? You told me, did he tell me recently you had a teacher, you remember, prayed or read the Bible? Graham Road, yeah, and, and we're, we're about the same age, and but I, I don't, I never had that, but you, several of you folks, you remember, wow, wow, a bunch of heathen schools back years ago, I can't, can you believe they had a lot of teachers get up and read God's known truth and pray? And then a wonderful Supreme Court came along in the early 1960s, 63, I think was one of the days. And they ruled that, you know, yeah, we, we can't have the Bible read in the schools anymore. Uh, uh, we don't want to dumb down our kids. And, uh, we, and we, we can't pray in the schools anymore. You know, there's a thing, thing of separation of church and state, which isn't in the Constitution, by the way. But, but uh, um, I... I I got to quit this whispering like a certain leader in Washington. <clears throat> That's a bad habit to get in. But uh, 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 cut that from that tape, by the way. But um, but but we um, now I've lost my track. But but uh, we can't be praying and reading the Bible in schools, and the Supreme Court just took it out. What, what what's the result of that in our wonderful school system? Kids graduating that can't spell, can't read. Yeah. Uh, um, teachers being attacked. Um, 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 mass shooting. Now, this isn't in every school, and we have some wonderful teachers, Christian teachers out there. And, but, 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 but I'm speaking generally now. That, that, that it, 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 we're, we're, in sh- we're in sad shape. Why? They, t- they took out the known, the, sor- the known truth. They took out the source of all truth. Oh, you know, kids were educated with this in grade school 100, 150 years, 200 years ago. Uh, too, too, hard, too hard for me to understand, Brother Moses. I, I, can't, I can't, I need a simpler version. I need a modern version. Something like Those words are too. We used to teach little kids how to, how to read with. That King, I'll start to whisper again. The King James Version. We used to teach kids how to read with this old archaic language. Oh, I can't. All those these and thou. How do how those kids ever learn? I bet we could put a second grader back 150 years ago up next to a high school senior and they'd run circles around them uh, as far as reading and so forth. Um, you know, we need... We need more money, Brother Meadows, and we need more money in these schools. That's the problem. No, you need you need more of the Bible. You need more of the Bible. Sad to say, I don't I don't see that happening in the near future. We need more money. We need the Bible. Secondly, he accepted. So, firstly, he accept 
He rejected known truth. Secondly, he accepted unknown truth. Unknown truth. Now, you know, turn here. I, I, time's sake, I, I, I want to read a couple, couple scriptures to you. 1 John 4, 1. Yeah, I think they're up there. 1 John 4, 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. 1 John 4, 1. Galatians 1, 9. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be a curse. Yes, yes, I know the man of God was lied to. Yes, I know it was unfair. Yes, I seemed unfair. Yes, I know he was tricked. But remember what the old prophet told the man of God contradicted known truth. At least twice, if not more, the man of God was told, Thus saith the Lord, this is what God has told you to do. And he rejected it. He rejected it. That's such an important point. He accepted unknown truth from that old prophet. Down throughout history, there's always been a, a body of known truth with very little variations in it. Um, all the way, you trade all the way back to the Bible times, all the way up century after century, and then you you, you have your Anabaptists, and you have your Waldensians, you have your pilgrims a little bit later, your pilgrims and your per a, a body of truth people held to, and I mentioned this earlier, the virgin birth and the bodily resurrection of Christ and the inspiration of scriptures, salvation by grace through faith. You had that, that core belief, that body of truth that's always been there, known truth down throughout the history of time. Those truths have always existed. They're, they're not new. There is no new truth. It's right here in front of us. No new truth. Real truth has always been there. Thy Sanctify thy word. Thy word is truth, the scripture says. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Psalm 12, 6 and 7. The words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in the furnace of fire, purified seven times, thou shalt... Keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation on. And God has preserved them. They're right here. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I pastored years ago, and my wife will tell you this. She, she would back this up. I think because of that, I critique too much. I'll even critique our own pastor sometimes, and I, I know I shouldn't do it. It's, it. I think it's my background. I'll say it, it's wrong. But, you know, sometimes I'll critique him. And, you know, I, I caught myself critiquing him a, 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 a number of months or years ago because he has, he has this habit. You know what it is? In this typical message, maybe a good dozen or two times you know what I'm talking about. He'll say this. The Word of God says, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Word of God says, I'm thinking, you don't have to keep telling us that. But do you know what? I'm glad we have a pastor like that. The Bible says this. God says this. Our country's full of churches where the pastor never says that. 
And the pastor don't even preach from this book. I'm glad. So I, I, I'm, I'm confessing. I, um, I'm glad we have a pastor that says, and the Bible says, and the Bible says, and the Bible says. I'm glad. Be careful whenever you hear someone claim to have a new truth. Or I've got a new revelation. You hear a lot of that stuff on these TV shows. I've got a new revelation from God. I've got, God spoke to me last night and he told me that you're supposed to send in a thousand dollars a pay. God spoke to me. I've got, I've got new truth. New truth. There isn't new truth. It's right here. It's always been there. There's no such thing as new truth. I cringe when I hear somebody, when somebody, when I hear, I cringe when I hear it. Here it says, you know, there's another new Bible translation that's come out. We've got 3,000 of them now. We don't need a new Bible. We just need to read the one we've had. The one we, my wife and I, I just thought, of, my wife and I, we're, we, we watch a lot of old TV DVDs. There's not much new stuff on it. It's worth trash, most 99% of them. So we, we, we were watching something out. I don't remember watching growing up. I, I was kind of real little at the time. Father knows best. And there was a, a, a episode on the other night. And uh, I don't want, won't go into the whole show, but, but there was an ep- part in that show where, where uh, Scripture was read or spoken or whatever. And I, I told my wife, I said, that's the King James Bible, isn't it? She said, yeah, yeah. I thought, and, and we both kind of had the same thought. Years ago, everybody used it. This is, this is a fairly new thing in the last, what, 100 or 150 years. We, I need something easier to understand. I can't understand it. People years ago didn't have that trouble. I've even heard this. This is written in a sixth grade level. What are we complaining about? But anyway, I, I, I'm getting a little bit straight here. But, but uh, uh, I, we, we don't need any more new Bibles. We just need, need to read, read the one we have. Be careful, by the way. Be careful of new, recently formed church movement. I, I won't say all of them, but almost. Be, just be careful. Be, there, there, you know, there's a there's a new movement afoot, Brother Meadows. I, you know, it's it's they they've got some new doc. Ooh, there's a rift. I've got they've got new doctrine. No, no, there's no new doctrine. If it is, it's false doctrine. But be be careful. New movement, new 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 group, new new uh, trend, new um um. You know, you know, tongues is. This this thing of tongues that that's this the, the church churches speaking tongues you know that's fairly recent history that's only been around maybe what hundred hundred fifty two couple hundred years I read. Uh, it's, it hadn't been around long um, it's it's kind of a recent phenomenon the charismatic movement yeah it was started about the end of the nineteenth century I think in California yeah that 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 hasn't been around very long that's fairly new. That's fairly new. Um, what about anybody here? Here of the? Um, it's been out for about forty years now. Another new thing. Uh, this uncontrollable <laughs> laughter. Anybody ever hear that? That's only, that started up in Canada, Brother Stone. We're not blaming you, by the way. But uh, but that started up in Canada about forty years, forty fifty years or so. That that just 
uncontrollable laughter. We do that at home when we watch some of those old shows. We just almost laugh uncontrollably at uh, 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 some of those shows. But we, we don't do it as a religious experience, by the way. But uh, be careful. Um, I know I shouldn't name names, but Jehovah Witnesses and Mormons, they haven't been around very long. They're, they're, they're kind of recent. Uh, uh, maybe at last 160 years or so. They're, they're, they're a relatively new group with new doctrine mixed in. Yeah, yeah. Um, brother, uh, but, but Brother Moses, they, have, they, they, have, they, they believe in it. There's about 98% truth there. There's only about 2% of their doctrine that's bad. Oh, I'm glad you told me that because, um, you know, if somebody gave me a drink of a, a, a pop and they said, um, Brother Meadows, I'm going to give you uh, one of your favorite drinks, a Diet Coke, but, and there's only 2% strychnine and, or, and rat poison that, but 98% of it's good. Okay, give me a... No, we would, I don't want doctrine if it's got one or two. I don't care any percent falsehood in it. I don't want it. I want, I want 100% truth and that we can count on and rely on. Yeah. Um, some, some of the junk we watch on TV in the name of Christianity, it, it, it's unbelievable. This extra, extra biblical revelation. Extra. Wow. This word of knowledge, the only problem with that is it rejects, it rejects known truth. Word, oh, I've got a word of knowledge, Brother Meadows. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got completed final knowledge right here, and I don't need anything extra. Um, Revelation 22 warns us not to add to or take away from God's word. You know, there's a recent trend. I'm just about done. There's a recent trend. I've heard about this just, just in the last year or so. The recent trend, we just need to put the Old Testament, almost ditch it. Just, just put the Old Testament aside. It's old, it's archaic, it's just a bunch of Old Testament Jewish law. Most of it's not relevant today. We, you know what? We just need to read, read the New Testament. And really, all we need to do is just concentrate on just loving Jesus. I just love Jesus. Don't need the Old Testament. Uh, give you my general rice. Uh, you're putting a question mark on a period right there. But uh, uh, yeah, that, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He this this pro, this man of God, he accepted unknown truth. Number three, quickly, and I'm done. Right before number three, I forgot to, I forgot to mention this. <clears throat> Unknown truth can come across real appealing. I understand that. I mean, real believable, real, wow, really? You really think so? You really think God, God that's what God would want or God said that? <clears throat> Several years ago, I happened to be outside my yard and a, and a guy come walking up the driveway and uh he said, hi, how are you? And we exchanged pleasantries. He says, you know, I, he started looking over my shoulder at the, at the house. He said, you know, I, I noticed uh, you've got some hell damage on your siding. I said, what? Hell, yeah, you see all those dents? And, you know, I mean, this house is close to 50 years old. 
what siding doesn't have a few dents in it. 50. So I said, it does? He said, yeah, that, that's hail damage. Don't you see it? I said, well, well. He said, come here. And he, and he started he started pointing out all the, I said, he said, yeah, remember a storm came through here, what, just a number of weeks ago? I said, yeah, I kind of remember a storm. Uh, he said, yeah, that, um, well, and he, he, I mean, he just, uh, boy, he had, he put on the sales pitch. And, and he said, well, come on back. Let's look all around. And I, I'm just following him like a little puppy dog, you know. And I, and I, and cause I'm thinking, man, I, I got, I got new, new roof out, out of a Hurricane Ike number back, back in 2009. I, maybe I can get some new sign. I'm my homeowner. Okay, let's go look. And so we walked around and he pointed out to, and, and he said, well, yeah, we, we, uh, I'm doing the jobs on some of your neighbors on the next street over on Nantucket Avenue. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, well, I, I'm sure I, I, can get you, I can get this uh, approved by, by the homeowners. And yeah, I, I know ways to do it. Bing, there went a red flag, another red flag. And the red flag started. And, and, I, and finally, he, and he kept saying, when do you want us to send a, a guy out to, to really get up there? And, 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 he, and he was starting to get pushy. And I said, and I, I got, and I thinking in my mind, wait a minute, I, I, I want to at least go in. I didn't tell him this. I want to at least go in and look at Better Business Bureau and look at any review. And, and I said, smartest thing I did that day. I said, let, let me. Uh, do you have a business card? I, I, I want to thank this over. I've got your name and your number now. And I'll, I'll let you know. And he, boy, he didn't like that. Oh no, no I, I, you know, I'm in the area now. You, you've, you've talked to these guys and. I finally kind of put him off, but you know what? He he had me thinking, almost believing I've got hell damage. I you yeah, it, it kind of matter of fact, I might go home tonight and look that again. But but uh, you know what? The, the the devil can make to make this to make some of this extra biblical revelation sound pretty good. Wow, really? Um, you know, there's there's there's. God speaks to us in other ways other than this. Anyway, number three. Now, now we're ready for number three. Quickly, he paid the consequences. Verse 24, look at verse 24 again. He paid the consequences. And when he was gone, a lion met him, by the way, and slew him. And his carcass was cast in the way, and the ass stood by it. The lion also stood by the carcass. The man of God lost his life. Lost his life over, it didn't seem like that big a deal, but he lost his life. His punishment was more than Jeroboam's punishment. Jeroboam's had a hand withered up, but he asked the man of God to ask, and, and, and he got his hand back. The man of God lost his life. The lion slew him, but God didn't give him his life back like he gave Jeroboam's hand back. He lost his life. Wow, that, that's as severe as it comes, isn't it? God takes his word real serious. That's what I'm trying to say. I think that's what God's trying to say here. God takes his word serious. Don't, don't mess with it. Don't mess with it. Read it. Eat it, obey it, live by it. Make sure, we need to make sure you and I, that we're obeying it and living by it every single day. 
It's God's known and revealed truth. Make sure you're not rejecting it. Make sure you're not rejecting it. You, someday you and I are going to, I believe, answer to God. Well, we're going to answer to God for, for about many things. But I think right up there near the top, we're going to answer to God for how we lived our life. As far as being obedient or disobedient to the word of God. i close with this little, one last little point. I uh, went to school in 1980, and uh, that's some. I've referenced John Rice twice. Who, who, who's familiar with John Rice? And the, you know, he had the sword of light. Several of you are. He passed away, and I think it was 1980. And Dr. Tom Malone flew down from Michigan, flew down for the funeral. Or no, right before he passed away, Dr. Malone, they knew the end was near. Dr. Malone flew down. And was at Dr. Rice's bedside, John Rice's bedside, and uh, prayed with him and spent some time with him. But Dr. Malone said, part of that story that sticks to me, Dr. Malone said that, I mean, he just had just a few days left. He knew it. He was sleeping with his Bible under his pillow. Do you love God's word like that? Let's pray.